The third question is, how do you give a good response to the effect on the reader in language papers one and two? I think reader response and effects are more likely to be something you write about in the literature papers. Um, so things like tension, maybe even humour, suspense, anticipation. Um, those kind of things are more relevant to the literature papers. Um, in paper one for language, there's that slightly longer task that's worth a, worth a few more marks where you, you, know, you pick quotations uh, and you write about language. You have two paragraphs, you pick three quotations per paragraph. You might get a bit of reader response going on there when you're looking at language. Um, but to be honest, I think at that point you need to be looking more closely at meanings, so the literal meanings and the suggested meanings. But if you are talking about reader response, please avoid phrases like makes the, want, makes the reader want to read on. Because a lot of texts do that, don't they? It's a very general, vague comment. So say something a bit more specific about tension, humour, suspense, that kind of thing. How do you structure a grade nine essay in language papers? So structure, I think, is all about, starts with your planning, doesn't it? Thinking about how you're going to begin, how you're going to develop ideas in the middle and how you're going to end. That is going to, going to be the structure of your piece. So your planning is absolutely critical. But again, I would say that to everybody, you know, even, even if you perhaps weren't expecting to hit a grade nine. Um, planning is essential. And also for a lot of the language tasks that you get those bullet points, don't you? So use those and that will help you to structure your writing as well. And that's kind of what they're there for, to give you a hint about you know, what to include, but also to help you structure your response. So you won't go far wrong if you stick to the bullet points for the tasks that have the bullet points. Um, and I would also say use discourse markers. They're sometimes called topic sentences. So phrases like furthermore, in addition to this, or following on from this point. Those kinds of little sentence starters give your writing a sense of uh, shape and direction and your paragraphs are then uh, connected to. Structure on its own isn't going to get you a nine. Um, it's also about content, it's also about accuracy, and obviously it's, it's doing well in all of those areas in a timed situation, that, and doing that well that's going to get you a, a nine. Thank you. And then the final question is, what is the best way to pick up marks in an English literature exam? I'm sure you've heard all of these things before. I would say my number one is stay focused on the task. Okay, Don't drift. Make sure you're focused on the task. Because you can write absolutely beautifully, but if you're not writing about the task, you're not going to pick up marks. A uh, good range of points so that your essay is probably going to be longer. You know, A shorter essay might indicate that a student hasn't covered very much. So try to tackle a good range of points. Support those points with quotations and do that frequently. Um, make sure you're analysing language and structure. And for the CIE exam, there's something in the mark scheme called deeper implications. So trying to explore where you can, where it's appropriate, references to things like childhood perhaps, or war, or love, relationships, uh, those bigger ideas um, that the, the, the writer's commenting on and kind of conveying some messages to you. Um, well written, clearly written essays are always uh, going to do, do well. Uh, and I'll come back to know your texts because a lot of everything that I've just said there is going to be really tricky if you just don't know your texts very well. Okay, thank you so much to our English teacher for allowing us to interview. <laughs> My pleasure. Yes, some really useful tips there. We are actually interviewing a few more teachers in the upcoming weeks. We are. We've got our history teacher and our drama teacher. 
Scarlett doesn't actually take drama, I and I don't take history, so that's going to be an interesting <laughs> one for us. Okay, just to end off the episode, we'll do our highs and lows of this week. Scarlett, do you want to go first? My high of the week is probably doing really well in some tests that I wasn't so sure about, but really happy about that. My low is probably that next week I've got so many tests. I've got chemistry, English, biology, I've got all sorts. So yeah, wish me luck, guys. Yeah, me too. I think my high of the week is finding out that I get a one week extension for my drama because we've had a few knockbacks so our exams a week later than some other groups and my low of the week is probably that yeah probably because I've got tests the same next week. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you next week. Thank you so much to Family Pike for our amazing theme tune. You can find them on Instagram at Family Pike.